Hello, everyone. This is Fawaz Alanizi. I'm a cardiologist working at Duke University Health System. I'm interested in multimodality heart imaging, which include cardiac and MRI for heart and echocardiography. I'm also interested in heart and cancers and HIV heart disease. In this podcast today, I will be speaking about my research in global longitudinal strain and immune status in patients living with HIV. With the advance of antiretroviral therapy, human immunodeficiency virus infection has become a long-term health condition with near normal life expectancy, and improvement in survival has led to a shift in mortality and increase in prevalence of serious non-acquired immunodeficiency syndrome-related conditions. So HIV patients now dying more of other comorbidities, such as heart disease, than HIV itself. And the function, it's not clear. So accordingly, we, we, we thought to investigate the relationship between heart function and HIV using more sensitive methods for the assessment of heart function, not the traditional methods. Our studies really had multiple findings. First of all, this is the first big study that demonstrates a high prevalence of heart dysfunction in patients living with HIV. People with HIV, what we found that a lot of people who have almost normal traditional echocardiographic measurement, they have not normal really heart and they have subtle changes that need maybe more sensitive method of assessment. That's why we use something called a global longitudinal strain. This is the method that can found the heart dysfunction much earlier before even the clear anatomical or structural changes can be shown in traditional echocardiography. And what that's when we found almost 70% of people who taking antiretroviral therapy for chronic term, they now living longer, but the problem they dying not of HIV or even the chronic comorbidities such as infection, but they now suffering more of heart failure, of ischemic heart disease, and that the main cause of death and the worst scenario is heart. And that's why when we started to investigate, we found that a lot of people having heart dysfunction using this new method. And I think what's more interesting really it's the relationship between the, which we call the immune status, and that's been measured by CD4 count, those the, one of the cells that can, can represent the immune status, and the viral load, the, uh, like the activity of the virus. And we found that people who have high viral load and low immunity, which is again represented by CD4 count, those the people who having low longitudinal strain. So people having bad cardiac function, those are the people who have low immunity. And this people who have a bitter immunity, those are the people who have bitter cardiac function. This is the first time to show this relationship and to demonstrate really a direct and a clear pathway between the immune status and the heart function. In fact, we found also this relation is linear. So as much as you have good heart, that's where the immune status is good, and this where the HIV more controlled with the antiretroviral therapy. So one of the biggest message, people with HIV need to visit 
the cardiology clinic need to be assessed before they started the HIV medication. They have the baseline. Echo, one of the methods that can show a lot of things. However, cardiac MRI as a new modality, it may show multiple things like myocardial fibrosis. This way of assessment will help us to identify more people with heart dysfunction before even get clinically obvious. And if we can catch a group of people who really starting to having a heart dysfunction before it's clinically obvious, we can give them a lot of medication. We can increase our traditional anti-heart failure or anti-ischemic measurement. Also, we need to build a protocol for surveillance. They need also to visit a cardiology clinic from time to time. Like at least from my point of view, I think they need to visit once a year, like annually, and just to to do a checkup, general checkup, and that's maybe echocardiography can be enough for the surveillance, but I would love to them to start doing a cardiac MRI and following because, again, now HIV become a chronic condition. It's like diabetes, like hypertension, people living longer, and the cause sometimes is not the HIV, it's the heart. So if we're trying to catch the disease before it started, and if we can maximize the anti-failure or anti-heart disease medication with a good follow-up, we may decrease the mortality because looking for the cause of death again and the worst prognosis, HIV heart disease or HIV cardiomyopathy is the highest worst prognosis other than even chemotherapy-induced cardiomyopathy or other causes of cardiomyopathy. So the goal of the study to identify people earlier in their stages of heart disease, maximize anti-heart disease medication, give them a clear surveillance and follow up with the clinic with the cardiologist. And I would love also if the cardiologist can work in close with the infectious diseases doctors and just to make sure like they they work in the same page and they're calling each other and it's having a shared clinic and so it's become like a one patient and one doctor from two sizes because if we can control HIV that's good people living longer we should also take the side effects out of the medication or of HIV itself by involving cardiologists and that's way so it's, we cover two ways, and that's the message, the main message of that paper. 70% of the people living with HIV having a heart dysfunction that cannot be identified by the normal, traditional echocardiographer measurements. So strain showed that. This is one of the studies that I think will open a way to do more research, maybe doing more prospective studies involving more people. And that will help us to manage people and probably, hopefully, to decrease mortality and morbidity in this category of people. In this large HIV clinic, uh, analyzing clinically obtained echocardiogram over 10 years. Those people we followed for 10 years. So we had high prevalence of abnormal global longitudinal strain and proximal and nadir CD4 count are independently correlated with the GLS despite normal traditional echo measurements, so strain may be useful and adjust the diagnosis to subclinical LV dysfunction and allowing target therapies to prevent 
incident cardiovascular syndrome in people living with the HIV. Thank you for listening today. For more information um, about my research, please click the link below. Thank you.